Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. Tēnā koutou katoa, welcome to Kiwaha Give It A Go, a chance to learn a few simple sayings in te reo Māori that you can use in your everyday conversation. Ko Shannon Hainui Thompson ahau. Ko Gaia Nespana, tōko ingoa. Tēnā koe e hoa. Tēnā koe. We are not going to talk much about kiwaha. However, we have some really useful tips in this upcoming uh, kōrero that we're going to have around mihi whakatau. What's your understanding around mihi whakatau? Well, I thought I'd ask you <laughs> as the expert there. Well, we thought we'd do this, eh, Shannon, because we had one at... Um, at Radio New Zealand uh, just recently. Uh, mihi whakatau uh, for uh, some important people who were starting here, Kay Elmers, who's the Commissioner for uh, Programming at um, RNZ, Lisa Owen, who will be well known to many of you, and a few others who started work at RNZ. And so this was the, the formal welcome for them. But you've got an interesting take on, on the mihi whakatau and how it is a, how it has evolved in terms of having a, a welcome for people, which is not based in a, in a formal marae setting. Yes, well, my understanding is a mihi was born out of the need or the want of certain people and organisations wanting to kind of adopt a formal welcome setting uh, when they're welcoming someone into their, maybe their organisation like we did, but, you know, don't have a whare nui or a marae. So um, um, my understanding of a mihi is that you can still apply the official whaikōrero or speech context, but it's not on a marae, uh, it's not in a whareinui. Um, but, then, you know, the speeches are still quite formal. And, then, you know, and usually after the speeches, once uh, oh, the kaikōrero finishes it, their whaikōrero or their speech, it's followed by a waiata tautoko. And that's exactly what we did when we had our mihi whakatau here. And I think I, um, I've seen a lot of organisations, especially in the public sector, that do adopt um, mihi whakatau as, as part of the induction process and that's something that we're doing here now at RNZ. When you were preparing for that kōrero, what, did, what process did you go through? Yeah, um, firstly um, you look at the structure of it because they are quite structured um, the the way that you do the whai kōrero and um, I mean I should stay from the outset that I'm very much a beginner in, in, in this and taking instruction and I wouldn't actually um, speak unless asked to um, and so I I was asked by you on this occasion to, 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 to speak, and so I was really honoured to do so. But you look at the sequence of it. I mean, they, they start with uh, tauparapara often, which is a kind of karakia as I understand it. And you might often hear this um, from people as they begin their speech, and it really grabs attention, and you you can use these. There are hundreds and hundreds, and you hear the experts, um, and, and they almost chanting them, and it's a very beautiful thing to, to start. So it's sort of a... Um, way to grab attention at the beginning. Here's a simple one that, that I quite like, and I got this from Te They have uh, given some information out to us when we're trying to structure these things. And it goes like this. 
Tuhia ki te rangi, tuhia ki te whenua, tuhia ki te ngā tangata, ko te menui, ko te aroha, tihei mauri ora. And it translates to roughly, write it in the sky, write it on the land, write it in the hearts of the people, the most important thing is love. And then you'll hear tihei mauri ora. And people will hear that a lot, Shannon, and that roughly means, what, the breath of life. Yep, um, Behold the breath of life. Mm. Um, and th- then it will, will definitely go through a structure, won't it? You, you mihi ki te whare tūpana, to acknowledge the ancestral house. Mihi ki papatuanuku, to acknowledge Mother Earth. And then you often hear mihi ki te hungamate, where you uh, acknowledge the dead. And then you are, some people then link from uh, the world of, of the dead to those who are living, and they may end with a whakatau ki, and then it goes to a, 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 a waiata tautoko. But often um, you'll hear at the end, after the waiata tautoko, uh, you'll hear something like this. Apati hono taitai hono rātau kua wehi atu ki te pō. Apati hono taitai hono tātou i tūana ki te ao. And that, that's one version of it where you you link the land of the living to the land of the dead. I mean, that that's basically saying the lines are joined between those who uh, stand in the dark and those of us who stand in the light. So, and again, there are different sequences as I understand it. Some people will want to link straight to the living after they've acknowledged the dead, but often you'll hear something similar to what I was saying there at the end, after the waata tautoko. You remain standing as a speaker. The song to support you has been sung, the waata tautoko, and then you would link the living and the dead together at the end. But it's... um, it's up to the the speaker or the um, you, you know the, the the preferences of the speaker. I suppose is exactly where to put it, but it's an important thing to do. Oh, totally. But men and women have different but equal roles in um, in these protocols, don't, don't they? I mean, in terms of the the karanga, which is you probably wouldn't hear, would you, at mihi um, fakatau? But it's got its own structure and importance. Oh, very much equally to oh, the role equally of the men. Equally to a five or totally. And I'm still learning really about karanga. Um, you know, I still uh, have a lot to learn about around karanga, but totally, uh, you know, a female role in the whole porphyry process is just as integral as a, a five or I mean, the other thing I'd say for people who are learning, um, always have kind of a structure of a speech in your head and then you can tailor it to different environments because you never know as you say sometimes you know you might not like me you might be a beginner speaker but you might be it you know you might it might be a school you've gone to some event and suddenly you know you um it too you know and that's happened to me so many times also with the karanga so you always have to be prepared in those kind of things where there's tools at our fingertips now to help us with those structures yeah and there's great examples on youtube if you want to watch fly corridor which is you know an extraordinary art and you know the the expert practitioners at at it are something to to really to behold but you, you can you can definitely have a, a speech kind of in your in your brain. Practice it. You know, imagine you're in these scenarios. You can do it driving around mm. the city, uh, talking to yourself in the car, or you can just have the the structure of a speech you, that you can then tailor to the circumstances. I think also, you know, um, you know, obviously, mihi was a lot more informal than obviously a formal porphyry or 
uh, and you could probably can be a bit more flexible. Um, you know, you probably don't need to follow your structure completely. I mean, look at um, uh, Prince Harry. Oh yeah, I and mean, Otterua. That's right. Just doing, just doing a little bit more than yeah. the absolute basic. And yeah. he, wow, he got a massive reception yeah. there, didn't he? I think it's you know um, a lot of people just like to see you try. Yeah, yeah, and I think um, you know it's, sometimes it can be really scary, and um, you know for years and years and years I was really scared of all this kind of stuff, but now I've just learned you just have to kind of be flexible, adaptable, and just kind of take it all on the chin. Really, good. <laughs> 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 what else can you do? And you're going to get some awesome feedback and some, um, you know, some good uh, tips that you now that you'll probably use forever now. Yeah, and part of it is that, isn't it? That there's tension around it, and mm. and then you reach a stage. Where where that's gone, and the the feeling of going from a state of tension into one where uh, that is lifted is um, is kind of part of the process, isn't it? Yes. Well, hopefully, most people um, that work here at RNZ listen to this uh, to this podcast, and then you won't have to speak so much at all of me fucking toe that we're going to have soon. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Ihoma. You can subscribe to our Kiwaha podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. They're available on the RNZ app and on radionz.co.nz slash series. Matewa tēnā koutou katoa. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.